0: This episode is dedicated to Zach Schreiner, Dr. Han Ren, DC Style Factory, and Kimberly Kay, for becoming our newest Southpaw supporters, and helping to make this project possible. This is Sam, and this is Southpaw. This episode is based off of an essay Sam wrote several years ago, about what went through his mind at a martial arts tournament.
1: Part 1, an introduction. I'm going to tell you a story about what went through my mind during the finals of a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournament, but frankly, It's what goes through my mind during any intense situation. To boil it all down into one word, it would be mindset. Mindset meaning the established set of attitudes. The attitudes I hold are far from perfect, or even normal, but sometimes abnormal works. Whether it's sports, public speaking, or any intense activity, we're told to think like a winner, to own the room and destroy our enemies. That's nice but I'm only human. A lot of thoughts go through my mind very quickly and I can't control them all. Sometimes I have to let go and think what I'm going to think and let it pass on its own. I'll never be able to remove all doubts and I've come to accept them as a part of myself. It's something that keeps me sharp and informed. I've heard the most dominant champions of MMA say their mindset before a fight is that of extreme fear and confidence. Not going back and forth between the two feelings, they feel both emotions at once. When they're too relaxed or have no doubts is when they feel complacent and buy into their own hype. As for me, I don't know about extreme confidence, but I have the fear part down. Part two, my competitive art. Let me start by giving you a brief explanation of BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's one of the newer martial arts born on the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Judo was brought to Brazil, and then through challenge matches and some street fights, it evolved from a throwing art to a ground fighting art. Why it became a ground art is because a smaller person needs the ground as a platform to create leverage. If I'm a better swimmer than you, I stand a better chance fighting you in the deep end of the pool. If I'm better fighting on the ground than you, then I stand a better chance if I drag you to the ground especially if you're like a shark compared to me, then on the ground, I become the lion. Or something like that. When a person gives up, taps out due to pain or is choked unconscious, or loses enough positions, positions are dictated by the amount of leverage that can be exerted, then they lose. But mainly, it looks like pajama wrestling. I've done many different martial arts, but this is the art I find the most challenging frustrating, and rewarding. From this art spawned the UFC and the sport of mixed martial arts, MMA, creating a new type of professional athlete. But I am no athlete. In fact, I may be the opposite. I'm an arthritic 30-something who doesn't get paid to train. I somehow got the buck to compete, a contagious disease at Cabrinha BJJ, which I still don't get because I don't like competing. That's part of the pull, I think to do things you don't like doing and challenging yourself. That's what jiu-jitsu is about. Fighting that bigger guy, overcoming obstacles, facing all the mental challenges of wanting to give up and beg for mercy, and finding a way to come out better than you were. Every technique you're taught is about snatching victory out of impossible situations. Every role is the hero's journey. You don't love jiu-jitsu every time you train. Sometimes you hate it, but that's why you do it. Part 3, my story begins here. In my previous tournament outing, I walked away a loser. My fingers still hadn't healed yet from all the previous grip fighting. Grip fighting is where I grab my opponent's uniform in an attempt to control his movements. Somehow I made it to the finals of this tournament. I suspect I had some lucky matchups, but that can only last so long. I'm waiting in the bullpen. I think, is it too late to leave? I don't warm up. I know others do. Others like to get a good sweat going, but my heart is already pounding and I'm afraid any warm-up will probably exhaust me. I wait to be called, I tell myself I'm going to lose, and I start to relax because I feel like I have nothing at stake. They call my name and the name of my opponent. Generally, I avoid meeting and talking to my opponent. I'd rather not know my enemy so I can beat him mercilessly. That type of thinking though never seems to work for me. So I shake his hand and introduce myself. If I'm going to lose, I might as well be cordial. Then I find out my opponent is the guy who took first place at that last tournament I was in. He was the guy who convincingly beat the guy who eliminated me. Does that mean he'll beat me twice as bad? If he beat the guy who beat me, that makes him the guy. We enter the gym to compete and it's a swamp in there. No AC, hundreds of people, and lots of people resting on the mats. It's a human sauna. I'm probably breathing in sweat particles. I never tell anyone about what goes through my head, especially my teammates, as they would try to convince me otherwise, that I'm going to win, that I'm a badass. But I got a good mantra going, the loser's mantra, and I don't want to be derailed from my train of thought. Not everyone gets it. We bow to the referee, shake hands, then start the match. In BJJ, if you sit while dragging your opponent to the ground, there is no exchanging of points. It's considered a neutral move. I remember thinking, I better get it to the ground before this guy takes me down. I drag him into my guard. The guard is basically anything where I keep my opponent behind my legs so that I can control him with a combination of my arms and legs. Without having to worry about winning, I only have to think one move ahead in increments, as opposed to fixating on a final goal. I thought, I better sweep this guy before he eventually passes my guard. Sweep means flipping my opponent onto his back. My friend Charles, from across the arena, tells me to go, so I go. Might as well, they may be the only points I score. He ends up on his back and I end up on top. I was immediately reversed in my previous tournament outing, so I drop all my weight down to prevent the same mistake. I had actually worked on that for the last few weeks, and it worked. Things you practice work. Almost as if we're machines playing out codes that have been programmed into us. That's the fundamental part of BJJ training known as drilling. The constant repetition of moves until it becomes a part of our motor pattern behavior. Like a mindless BJJ bot. Except I'm not mindless. I have lots of thoughts. Thoughts about not trying to win. Thoughts about going out there to lose. In the heat of competition, everything slows down. And in a very short period of time, you can think about many things. I thought about being reversed. I better pass his guard before that happens. He tries to stand up. That would be the right thing to do to make me lose. So I push him back down and pass his guard. I look up at the clock and only 40 seconds have passed. How in the hell? 40 seconds? That's it? Anything could happen with all that time left. I'm already beginning to breathe heavy. From across the arena, I hear Charles yell, Calm down, Sam! I take a breather, but I can't rest here. He's bucking me off like a Bronco, like a little Asian life featherweight Bronco. We end up going out of bounds. We're supposed to reset in the center in the same position, but it never ends up that way. The opponent will never let you get the same position, so I don't even bother. But to my surprise, my opponent allows me to get my original position back. Wow. He's that confident he'll beat me, that he's letting me get my position back? He's been toying with me all this time, giving me false hope. Then, like One Punch Man, he's going to take me out in the last second. Am I like one of those random extras in anime who acts as fodder for the main character? Am I just a nameless henchman this guy beats on his way to the podium? Not even a stage boss? I pass my knee across to mount before he turns the tables. Mounting is basically the position an older brother uses to dangle spit over his younger brother, naturally the most dominant position in BJJ. At this point, I'm doing pretty well. Maybe I can try to put an end to this, win this before he beats me. So I try to choke him, but he's a lot shorter than me. He literally has no neck. I can't find his neck. He's going to roll me over. I know it. He rolls me over. I'm a fool. Luckily, there are no points for that as he went from an inferior position to a neutral position. As opposed to a neutral position to a dominant position. Now I'm thinking I'm going to lose. There's so much time left. He probably has the samurai kamikaze mindset. He beat a guy who's beaten me. He won the tournament I couldn't even place in. I was done. You begin to think like Ed Norton in Fight Club I am Jack's liver I am Jack's colon I am Jack's utter wasted life I am Jack's complete lack of surprise Was everyone who ever told me I was a loser That I would never succeed Right about me? Was every girl who turned me down And said I wasn't good enough for them Right? Was my dad right? Do I suck? I'm 10 years old again in PE and we're playing baseball and I can't hit the damn ball I feel like giving up in moments like this one I think to myself what would Naruto say Naruto would say never give up I pull my opponent down to think about what I should do next have we been fighting for minutes or for all of eternity maybe he'll pass my guard, hold me down smash me break my will and then finish me then I'll lose I look at the referee he looks familiar I think I've trained with him before I think about work I have a conference call to take I need to change the DNS server for my website then I realize I have to focus I'm in the middle of a damn fight I look at my opponent and he has the look of a stone cold killer then I think about pro wrestling then I think I have ADD But then I focus again. I bet my opponent can sense my doubt. He can smell my weakness. He's going to kill me. In this situation, I have a move I've drilled a lot. It's not a guarantee, but it works. Sometimes. I try to sweep, if nothing else, to avoid stalling. He doesn't go over, but he's lost his balance. I think it took him by surprise because he overreacts to it. I give it one more pump. A little more oomph just to see what'll happen. And he's on his back. I can't believe it, but I can. It's just the way I've practiced it. I deliberately practiced all the inefficiencies out of the move. Not a perfect move, but like anything, the more often I try, the more often it works. We've already been here before, literally. We were just here minutes ago, so I already know his script. My opponent is really going crazy at this point. He's activated hashtag beast mode, and it's on level 10. He's going full Super Saiyan. I can't find his neck. He must be a turtle. This is his secret mutant power to beat me. This is how he wins all of his tournaments, with warrior spirit and a secret turtle shell to tuck in all of his appendages. I'm going to lose while I'm looking for his damn neck. Where the hell is it? Does he even have a neck? Why are his arms so strong? Is he like Piccolo from Dragon Ball? Where even if I tear his arm off, he'll just grow it back? I really shove my hands deep into his collar, trying to feel around for his neck. Shit. He rolls me over. I'm on my back again. I'm really lost. I don't know what I'm doing here. Why am I here? I could be at home drinking a cold Bloody Mary. But when I'm really in dire straits, there are four magic words that bring clarity to all situations. What would Goku do? Most people who know Dragon Ball through periphery think Goku wins because he's super strong. But there are lots of strong people in Dragon Ball. That's not why Goku wins. Goku wins because his heart is pure. He has the purest heart. His intentions are always pure. You can beat him in strength, but you can never beat him in purity. Why am I competing? Am I competing because I want to win? No. Am I competing to prove I'm the best? No. For a trophy? No. For glory? No. For ego? No. 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 Then why? Because I want to get better at jujitsu. I compete because I want to learn. I don't like all the people watching me, but I love the role. I love the art. I'm doing this because I love learning. That's my intent. That's why I'm doing this. I'm in it for the pure love of learning. I finally get my hands into position for the choke. I squeeze. If it really is his neck, he'll cough or choke or at least make a face. I actually can't see his face because he's turtled his head into his shell. I wonder if he's secretly a ninja turtle at this point. Am I trying to fight Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What am I thinking? He probably has a secret katana blade in his back. He's got a grip on my uniform. He's holding firm to secure the dominant top position. He's already past my legs. I still can't see his face though, He'll probably break my grip and take my arms home with him as a submission trophy. Only a matter of time now before he holds me down and beats me. There's still time left for him to unveil a secret plan, to finally stop toying with me and take me out. He's not moving though, and I'm not sure what's going on. He's still gripping tightly. Part 4 And the winner is? I look up at the referee. He looks at me. He looks down at my opponent and waves his hands, signaling that the match is over. What happened? Did I win? Or did he do some secret move on me and I'm dreaming? Am I lying unconscious on the mat, dreaming? No, it's the other way around. I let go and my opponent is snoring, snoring loud. The referee raises his legs so his blood can flow. And my opponent quickly wakes up. He's okay, but confused. He didn't submit. He wouldn't tap. Even in his sleep, he was fighting me. I better act calm and relaxed. They don't need to know all the wild thoughts that were running through my head. Maybe confidence in a match isn't really what we think it is. Maybe it's not about confidence, but composure. To keep your cool while your mind is scared out of its wits. But to the outside... That looks like confidence. I look at the clock and there were 39 seconds left. In my mind, 39 seconds was still enough time for him to beat me. In a fight, 39 seconds is enough time to lose. You start thinking you're the best and that's when you start losing your edge, getting sloppy. Doubts keep you sharp. Your nerves slow down time. Thinking I was going out there to lose took all the pressure off of the end goal leaving me only increments to think about. I saw the match, one move at a time. Aim for getting each move right and the effect will take care of itself, hopefully. After our match, we shake hands again. I wanted to make sure he was okay, which he was. I commend him for allowing me to restart in the same position. He tells me his martial arts philosophy and how his BJJ professor taught him not to take any unfair advantages. A true martial artist does not need them. Wonder what went through his mind during our match. Some people amp themselves up, believe they're world beaters, slapping their faces and telling themselves they're invincible. That's what villains in Dragon Ball think also. But that's not me. I'm just a nerd who loves martial arts. I channeled my loser's mindset to help me win incrementally. After all, that's what martial arts are arts where a loser can beat a winner by making better incremental choices. You can't do that in painting or basket weaving or any other art other than this one. If you asked me before, if I honestly believe my opponent was a scary monster, I would say no. But during intense moments, your mind plays lots of tricks. You can't control much of it. You can, however, plant some seeds and channel some of your thoughts to make them more productive. You're not just fighting your opponent. You're also fighting yourself. You're fighting doubt. Think about this. A fight is 90% mental and 10% in your head. Yeah. Then fight doubt with faith, not certainty. Certainty will get your ass kicked. Before putting my opponent to sleep, the score was 22-0, with me winning. There was no point in the match I was losing. This was my sixth medal of the year and my second gold for the year. Even the previous tournament I lost, I actually lost while time ran out with me chasing for the finish. But I was constantly attacking. But in my mind, I think I'm worse than I am. Then I make adjustments and keep improving. I'll keep improving so long as I keep finding things to improve. And with the right mindset, I always will. I define mindset strategically. If you have no fear, you need no courage. If you're certain, you need no faith. You lose your edge and you get sloppy. Part five, it's a matter of perspective. Was everyone right? Am I a loser? I am Sam's loser mindset. And I am what keeps him sharp, humble, and successful.
0: His weakness is my strength. Now that's the show. If you enjoyed this episode and find this type of independent media worthwhile, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We have a lot more episodes like this one in the works, but need your financial support to keep the show running. Even a few dollars a month goes a long way. No one does what we do, and it's all being funded by you, the listener. In return for supporting us, you'll gain access to lots of bonus content along with our private Discord chat. Even if you can't support us, there's a lot of free bonus content there as well. We also have an online store if you want to show your Southpaw solidarity by wearing our swag. You can find all pertinent links at southpawpod.com. And if you can't afford to support the show and still want to help, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. This makes it easier for others to find us. And don't forget to share your favorite episodes or the podcast itself on social media. Tell your friends. Until next time, goodbye South Paul with the left. South Pauls Sam Paul South Paul South Paul.